books strewn across the shag carpeted floor, piles of plastic dinosaurs and fake snakes and Star Wars action figures. Nine-year-old Brett Campbell lay quietly in his bed, watching the digital clock by his bed flick red numbers into the darkness. 5.30, 5.31, 5.32. Halloween morning. He had wanted to set the alarm on this special Saturday morning, but he didn't know how, and if he'd asked for help, his surprise would have been ruined. And so he snuggled under the Mr. Freeze comforter, waiting. At precisely 5.45, he flipped the covers back and climbed out of bed. Careful not to make any noise, he pulled the grocery sack from underneath his bed and unpacked it. There was no light on, but he didn't need one. He'd stared at these clothes every night for a week. His Halloween costume. A sparkly pair of hand-me-down cowboy boots that they'd picked up at the Emperor's New Clothes used clothing shop a fake leather vest from the dollar-saver thrift shop, a pair of felt chaps his mom had made, a plaid flannel shirt and brand-new Wrangler jeans from Zeke's Feed and Seed, and, best of all, a shiny sheriff's star and gun belt from the toy store. His daddy had even made him a kid-sized lariat that could be strapped to the gun belt. He stripped out of his PJs and slipped into the outfit, leaving behind the gun belt, guns, chaps, lariat, and ten-gallon hat. Those he wouldn't need now. He felt like a real cowboy. He grabbed the index card with the instructions on it, just in case, and went to his bedroom door, peeking out into the shadowy hallway. He tiptoed out and peered down at the other two bedrooms. Both doors were closed and no light slid out from underneath. Of course, his sixteen-year-old sister, Jacy was asleep. It was Saturday, and on the day after a high school football game, she always slept until noon. Dad had been at the hospital all night with a patient, so he'd be tired this morning, too. Only Mom would be getting up early, and she'd be in the barn, ready to go at six o'clock. He pushed the flash button on his Darth Maul watch. 5.49. Yikes! He flicked up the collar on his flannel shirt and bounded down the last set of stairs. Feeling his way through the darkened kitchen, he hit the on button on the coffee pot, another surprise, and headed for the front door, opening it slowly. On the porch, he was almost spooked by the black shape of a man beside him, but in the second after he saw the outline, he remembered. It was the pumpkin-headed farmer he and Mom had made last night. The smell of fresh straw was strong, even a day later. Brett picked his way past the decorations and jumped off the porch. Then he ran up the driveway. At the empty guest cottage, he zagged to the right and slithered between the fence's second and third rail. Breathing hard, he clambered up the slippery grass pasture. A single floodlight lit up the huge, two-storied barn his granddad had built. Brett had always been in awe of the famous grandfather he'd never met, the man who'd left his name on streets and buildings and mountains, the man who'd somehow known that Last Bend belonged right here. The stories of Granddad's adventures had been told and retold for as long as Brett could remember, and he wanted to be just like him. That's why he was up so early on this Halloween morning. He was going to convince his overprotective mother that he was ready to go on the Angel Falls overnight trail ride. He grabbed the cold iron latch on the barn door and swung it open. He loved the smell of this old barn. It always made him think of his mom. Sometimes, when he was away from home, he'd smell something, hay or leather or neatsfoot oil, and he'd think of her. Horses nickered softly and moved around in their stalls, thinking it was feeding time. He flicked the lights on and hurried down the wide cement aisle toward the tack room. He struggled to pull his mom's jumping saddle off the wooden tree. He dropped it twice before he figured out how to balance it on his arm. With the cinch dragging and clanging behind him, he headed to Silver Bullet's stall. There he stopped. Jeez, 
bullet looked bigger this morning. Granddad would never chicken out. Brett took a deep breath and opened the stall door. It took him lots of tries, lots of tries, but he finally got the saddle up on the horse's high back. He even managed to tighten the cinch. Not enough, maybe, but at least he'd buckled the strap. He led Bullet to the center of the arena. He couldn't see his boots. They were buried in the soft dirt. The lights overhead cast weird shadows on him and Bullet, but he liked those slithering black lines. They reminded him that it was Halloween. Bullet dropped her head and snorted, pawing at the ground. Brett tightened his hold on the lead rope. "'Whoa, girl,' he said softly, trying not to be afraid. That was the way his mom always talked to animals. She said you could talk down the craziest animal if you were patient and quiet. The barn door shuddered, then let out a long, slow creaking sound. Wood scraped on cement, and the door opened. Mom stood in the doorway.